0: It's the Not So Bon Voyage Podcast, Episode 4, and we're doing a Vegas theme, baby.
1: On today's episode, special Vegas massages, gambling your life away, punching pilots, and a bachelor party gone wrong. Strap in and let's go. And then the train got lost.
0: How does the train get lost when it's on rail? I just
1: want to get out there, in the
0: wild. Well, it was in the itinerary. I mean, adventure, it's calling. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, it's been excellent. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy. Welcome back to episode four. It's the Not So Bomb Voyage podcast with Jules
0: and Christine. And
1: we're still here. We're still here. Once again, Christine survived Vegas. Once again. (laughs) Once again. We're going to get stuck into that today. Um, But we're welcoming all of our voyagers back on this journey. And we're glad to have you here.
0: Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome.
1: Welcome. Welcome back. We talked last week a little bit about doing a Vegas themed episode. So we thought, hey, let's actually follow through with that. And let's follow through. Let's follow through. Uh, you know, we're all about the follow through over here at Not So Bon Voyage. Not kind really. Of. I'd
0: kind of. say that's not our strong suit, but no, this definitely. week we're actually doing it.
1: That's it. So we're going to do a Vegas theme. It's Vegas, baby. What could Woo, go wrong?
0: Ooh, Sin City, baby. Ooh, yeah. Which
1: rolls us straight into it because we've got a lot of stuff to cover today. Let's recap the week, Christine. Tell well, us what you've been out to.
0: What a weekend. Oh my God. If you listened to our show last week, you know that I went to Vegas over the weekend for my bachelorette party. Oh, the ladies. I am a basic bitch and I just wanted to embrace the bachelorette uh, vibes of Vegas. And it was everything I could have ever wanted. It was incredible. I I mean, it was just the best weekend ever. Was it the best weekend ever? It was literally the best weekend ever. Okay. I'm Besides the weekend we got engaged. Okay. Thank and you. And obviously it's not going to be better than our wedding, but it's pretty close. Uh, But you know what? Nothing really went wrong. I mean, our podcast is all about when shit goes wrong on the road. And honestly, like everything went kind of perfectly.
1: Ooh, I, guess- I wanted
0: crazy stories. Well, I mean, I have stories, but I just, nothing really went bad. Like it was, I was really hung over on Saturday because mm-hmm. on Friday we got to go to the Zed show and we were in the DJ booth and we just get free drinks and you know how it is, humble brag. <laughs> uh, and some, some guys gave us their $10,000 bottle of Dom Perignon. Oh. Um. So we were all sipping on that. So I was pretty hung over on Saturday. Um and yeah, we just had a lot of fun.
1: Now you've told me a couple of the stories, but we thought we thought that we would save a couple so you could tell me them live. I want to hear about the Drag Queen Brunch. That's the one I've been waiting to ask you about, but I thought I'd tell you, ask you live on the podcast. What is a Drag Queen Brunch and how do I get to it? Drag
0: Queen Brunch <laughs> is amazing. I highly recommend. It was at Senor Froggy's or what's that place called? Senor, senor frogs. frogs. Senor yeah. Frogs. Because
1: you know it's classy when it's Senor.
0: Right? I didn't even think they had that outside of Mexico, but okay. Um, It was at Senior Frogs in Treasure Island, and it's basically exactly what it sounds like. It's brunch hosted by a bunch of drag queens. A bunch of drag queens? Uh, And it's RuPaul... You know RuPaul's Drag Race? Yep. Yeah, so it's RuPaul-themed, RuPaul-sponsored. A lot of the girls' drag queens um, are from the show. So they've done RuPaul's Drag Race, and now this is where they go to continue their drag career. That sounds amazing. And... Uh, we got there late. We got there. We got to pretty much every single thing late that that, weekend.
1: That pretty much goes in theme with Christine's travel style. Exactly. And I must admit that that over the years has pretty much rubbed off on me as well. Yeah. Sorry, Jules. we, you know, we're not the earliest people. We're
0: not the early birds, but we usually get the worm anyway. Yeah. So we got to brunch late, so we're filling up our plates, we're putting, you know, it's, it's a Don't buffet. Don't you mean you're filling up
1: your mimosa glasses?
0: Sorry, we're filling up mimosa <laughs> glasses, but we were on the other side, so we were on the buffet side, on the other side of our table, and they're like, okay, all the girls whose birthday it is, or who are, at a, or who are a bachelorette, like, get up on stage, and I was like... Oh my God, I'm stone cold sober. I didn't have one drink yet. I'm filling up my plate of Mexican breakfast because that's what they had. I just got here and I was like, I don't know if I can go on stage right now, you guys. And of course, my friends are like, you had to go. So I went up on stage. There were a ton of us whose birthday in Bachelorette, I think it's a really big popular birthday Bachelorette or you just Either that or party. you just
1: say, oh yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah, I it's mean, like, you could it, do that, but that's like cheating. When, it's like when Kristen and I go to restaurants and we tell them it's our birthday, so we get free dessert.
0: Yeah, at Chevy's. Sorry, <laughs> Chevy's. <laughs> um, but it was really fun. There were tons of us on stage. The drag queen talked to a few of us, including me. And basically just like roasted everybody, except she was really nice to me. Oh. When I told her I was thirty two, she was like, You're not thirty two, you look like you're twenty three and da 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 and I was Ooh, like why, thank you. Yes, thank you very much. And then they had a twerking contest. Naturally you would obviously. be towards that. So I was like, as soon as she said twerking contest, I was like, Okay. Uh, hold up because I am an excellent twerker and I just went to Burning Man and went to the twerk shop and I learned lots of different maneuvers. You do like to twerk around the world. I do twerk around the world. Unfortunately they didn't have a wall so I couldn't do my wall twerk which mm. is kind of my specialty.
1: It's your trademark. So I was
0: pretty sad about that um, and I was wearing heels so it was a little bit difficult but anyway to make a long story short I did not win. The girl that won Rigged. took her Tatas out and was wearing these sparkly um, uh, pasties, so I feel like she had insider information. Like Mm. she knew why else would you be wearing those? Mm. So I feel like that was. Well, I feel like if you go to Vegas,
1: you should be always ready to get your tits out.
0: That's true, but I don't know. I wasn't expecting a dry cream brunch. Mm. So anyway, uh, it was really fun. It was such a good experience. The ladies were amazing. They came over. They did their things. Uh, We drank mimosas and. And, and no crazy just, stories. I mean, not not that anything bad happened. It was mm. just typical Vegas. Some things cannot be said on the podcast. I would such I'm going to plead the fifth. Such
1: as your experience at Aussie Heat.
0: Yes, my experience at Aussie Heat. But girls, if you ever go to Vegas for any reason, definitely go see Aussie Heat. Um, it's like a um, uh australian <laughs> Look at Christine. you can't see she's starting it's to blush it's basically like thunder from down under but i've been told it's more hands-on and the guys are younger and you've been hotter. told i've been told well because i've never been to thunder from down under uh, so i can't compare it but the guys at aussie heat were so nice they're lgbtq plus inclusive they had this 75 year old on stage doing lap, a lap dance from the audience. It was her birthday. The whole thing was crazy. They tied me up. I was on stage. Whoa, gee, I didn't hear about that. It was there, yeah, there's so much that happened. I mean, I had a blindfold on, so I didn't actually see oh, what oh, happened. Of course, but tied up with a blindfold. My girlfriends told me they were coming at me with a drill, and it was like a whole situation. Um, yeah, but, I bet you they
1: were looking to drill you.
0: <laughs> it was a, yeah, I, I don't know. That's the part I we won't get into on the podcast. But uh, girls, if you're planning, or boys, if anybody's planning a bachelorette party, uh, hit me up and I'll give you our itinerary because it was amazing. Shout out to my maid of honor, Lauren, who organized everything. She's the dopest. And everyone who joined you. And everybody who joined me, I love you all. Amazing. So that, yeah, nothing bad happened. It was and just Gabe all for the fun. And to our friend Gabe, who works for Zed, who uh, got us the best hookup ever. Basically, I was just a spoiled princess all weekend, just how I like it. And thank you to the Venetian, who really hooked us up, sending up a bottle of Moet when we first got there. I mean, I'm I'm the luckiest lady in the entire world, I think. And I get I'm marrying you. Oh, I was waiting for it. I got I got there. I got there. It was all full full circle.
1: All right. Well, it sounds like you had a great weekend in Vegas. Today's theme though is Vegas and it is definitely going to be about the people who didn't have such a great time because we've got some great stories. We're going to jump straight into them now. These are the people who have gone to Vegas and haven't had a weekend like Christine. Yes. Okay. We've got a couple of in the news stories that we're going to cover really quickly. Then we're going to jump into our two main stories. I'm going to go first with in the news. I've got two to say. Christine has one. And then Christine, you're going to go first and tell me.
0: Sounds good.
1: Okay. My first one is a very short one. It happened at the end of August and I've called it. Did you name your stories this week? You
0: always name that. Yeah, Why don't you remind me? I'm not, okay. I'm not a, a namer. Okay. I'm not in the name mood.
1: This one is called Fight or Flight.
0: Ugh, I love your names. They're so good.
1: So this one's from the end of August this year, uh, 2019. And an unnamed passenger on a Frontier Airlines flight was detained by Las Vegas police when he took a few swings at a pilot and uh-huh. landed a couple of uh, punches on the pilot, you know, just at a casual Wednesday at 2 p.m.
0: During the flight?
1: So they're at the gate at McCarran International Airport, which is the airport well. in Las Vegas. And the crew wouldn't let him board because he was too intoxicated. So he obviously was coming off a huge... Vegas week or weekend or whatever.
0: Probably still drinking at the airport, which well, is what we did.
1: It's Wednesday at 2 p.m. and he's about to get board a flight and he's too pissed. And he starts having an argument with the cabin crew and they get into an argument and he's like being quite aggressive. And then the pilot jumps in to try and, um, you know, situate the situation. A situate? Okay. And then uh, he ends up getting punched twice by this man. <gasps> he refuses medical treatment, so he probably wasn't too bad. Uh, but the 49-year-old man was arrested under a misdemeanor, battery summons. So, wow. there you go.
0: You think that would be almost a felony, like a pilot, man. Do you really think it would change up.
1: depending on who you punch?
0: Well, I mean, if you punch a police officer, that's oh. definitely a felony. So, I feel like pilot is like in between... Uh, citizen and police officer.
1: Okay, they're like the. In the uh, I mean, they're like the police of the skies.
0: They are. They really are. <laughs> no, they're d- doing. They're, I mean, they're the bus drivers work. of the of skies. Oh my god, that took him down like fifty notches. <laughs> I know. all the pilots were listening, like, yeah, and then they were like, oh, no. sorry guys.
1: Well, if you listen to last week's episode, you'll you'll know what Christine how she feels about airline crew.
0: That's true. Sorry guys, I didn't. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> did not mean to say that.
1: Uh, yeah, so that's a that was just a quick one that happened. Very recently. And I'm pretty sure that, I mean, that stuff must happen all the time. Maybe not like pilots getting punched, but I imagine that quite a lot of people leave Vegas either on a high or on a really fucking low, low, totally. like they've lost all their money. They're still drinking. They're really pissed off. Like, yes. I mean, it's like a place of dreams and nightmares.
0: It is. It could go both ways.
1: It definitely can. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to tip that this guy probably didn't have a great day.
0: Yeah, I do not think so. I feel Mm. like he did not. (laughs) Oh, but when you said McCarran International Airport, one thing I wanted to say, this is not something that went wrong, but when we got there, they have a Sprinkles Cupcakes vending machine. How cool is that?
1: I don't know what Sprinkles is.
0: Oh, you know what Sprinkles is? Okay, it's a cupcake place, cupcake shop. They have it at Stanford Shopping Center.
1: Oh, I do know Sprinkles then.
0: Yeah, they have a vending machine. Is that going to be fresh? It was amazing. And they have this song that's like, sprinkles, sprinkles, best cupcakes in the world. And they have oh, a, a rap. What a creative song. They have a rap. It was incredible. It was so fun. It's the best way to, to get off the plane and have a cupcake. Amazing. Anyway, so that was a little tidbit.
1: A little tidbit. So All right. this is my
0: in the news story. This is not about a particular person, but about pretty much anybody who went to Vegas in August. And I saw this when I was planning my bachelorette party and I was like, oh my God, please let this be over by the time I get there, which was obviously a long time after. But in August, Vegas was plagued by swarms of grasshoppers. Oh. Did you see this? No. It was insane. There was was that, videos.
1: that locusts? Are they the same thing? A locust, grasshoppers?
0: No. locust no. is like biblical.
1: Okay. That's like old school. Well, I mean, I feel like if one place was going to get ravished by locusts. I feel like Vegas would be, you know, that's Sin so City. That's true. That's where you'd start. There,
0: that's the beginning of the end. When the end days happens, it's gonna be Vegas. It first. starts in Vegas, and that's then the it sinkhole. spreads. Spreads <laughs> that's sucks the us all in. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But well, this was just grasshoppers. But there were hundreds of thousands of grasshoppers in Vegas. Wow. Like whole swarms of them is that insane? i feel like that would be
1: fun to be there
0: that would be terrible oh my god it would be awful what if you're at a pool party and you're just hanging oh, out yeah, and there's just okay. like grasshoppers everywhere Ugh. Ugh. if you hate bugs oh god cover your ears because that would and your mouth it's a nightmare cover your mouth definitely um and if
1: you're at a pool party cover your butt
0: cover i mean if you're at a pool party cover everything because those pools are very dirty mm. Uh, never
1: let the wet republic water get in your mouth never that was the number one tip that we heard the first time we went there uh, a few years back now and gabe said do not let that water splash in your mouth absolutely as soon as we spent a little bit of time in that water we're like yeah i think i know why he said that
0: it wasn't as bad this time last time it seemed like there were a lot of people having sex in the pool but this time really i did not see that
1: that would be one of the worst places ever to have sex the water was cloudy and it's chlorinated
0: totally and you're in vegas you have a hotel room just go back
1: Ah, uh, you know, the kids these days.
0: Kids these days. They yep. were handing out free white claw, which was very nice. Ain't no laws. Ain't no love mm-hmm. with the claw. Anyway, so that is my story. Basically, there was a, a wet winter and a mild spring, and that's why there was a, such a swarm. And they stayed for about a week. And the grasshoppers, this is a quote, the grasshoppers were described as mild-mannered. Oh, So <laughs> probably the only ones in vegas who are mild-mannered
1: uh if you've been to vegas during that time and you saw the grasshoppers get in contact with us. i would love to know what it was like with like hundreds of thousands of grasshoppers out there
0: right i think it would be terrible but maybe it was fun who Mm, knows who knows
1: uh my next one i actually didn't really think of a very creative i just called it hangover four i don't know why i like it (laughs) um This story happened on March the 24th, 2018, when four friends from Oldham, England, which is near Manchester, they jumped on a flight for a Vegas stag party. So we call it a Bucks party in Australia. Okay. You guys call it a bachelor party. Some people call it a stags. Basically, the four of them left Manchester at 8am on a flight, and it's fair to say they were probably already hitting the Terps. The alcohol, pretty hard.
0: The Terps? Yeah. What's that mean? It's like an
1: Aussie saying, hit the alcohol. Like turpentine?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Huh. T-E-R-P-S or T-U-R-P-S? I've never had to
1: spell it out. Okay. Hit the Terps.
0: Okay. I'll look that one up.
1: Yeah. So it's Michael Ward, 33, and three of his friends. I'm just going to call them out because, you know. Why not? Why not? Craig Hopwood, 35, Scott Kappa, 32, and Daniel Howarth, 35. I don't know. So they get on their flight, and immediately they start to cause havoc. They're drinking, and they're basically getting wasted. The cabin crew cuts them off, but they keep on drinking because they've got duty-free alcohol.
0: So got, I don't think you're supposed to drink that on the plane.
1: Well, you're, pro- you're definitely not supposed to. They've got vodka and bottles of rum, and they're smoking e-cigarettes, and they're basically blind on this flight, causing a ruckus. Cabin crew cuts them off, and they just keep mucking around.
0: They are so, way too old to be acting that way. Sorry, guys.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, 30s? Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially that way. So they're getting wasted. Uh, they're causing a really big scene. They're reportedly exposing themselves to passengers. They're play fighting, but like being very rough with each other. They're throwing border, uh, throwing bottles. They're having water fights across the cabin. They've been warned numerous times. They keep fucking around. Some of them uh, like so. They're like mucking around, pulling down each other's pants exposing themselves someone's doing push-ups in the aisle oh
0: my um, god
1: one man allegedly touched a female flight attendant on the bottom
0: um, <gasps> No, uh-uh. and
1: another nope. guy michael and craig tried to lift up a flight attendant's skirt
0: oh jesus so okay they're, they're really, crossing a line yeah
1: yeah oh yeah yeah they're really really getting they're causing a ruckus they're like the wu-tang bring the ruckus yeah one man claimed also to have a bomb in his bag. Like, what as a, the I'm hell? sure it was a joke, but obviously, you know that this is not a joke you can make on an airplane. So now, not only are they causing the cabin crew, sh- crew stress, but they're also everyone on the flight is under like massive duress. they like they've got these four kind of like very rowdy. If you think about, I'm not trying to stereotype people here, but if you think about maybe like yeah like maybe your soccer hooligan, your English soccer hooligan, or you're just the very sort of rough round the edges, rowdy kind of guy. Four of them really fucking around on a flight, getting blind. When they were asked to curb their behavior, Michael Ward, so he's the one that kind of like, I don't know if he's the ringleader. I don't know if he's the one to get married, but everyone's kind of like talking about him. Mm-hmm. This is what he said. This is why I love his quote. So one of the air hostess, she asked him to settle down, like very, trying to be very nice. he got like four very intimidating guys being very drunk. Mm-hmm. She asked him, you know, can you settle down? And he says, you can't tell me what to do. You're lower down the food chain than I am. I'm a 40,000 a year builder.
0: Oh my God. You're just an
1: air hostess.
0: What a tool.
1: What a fucking tool. Any, I mean, first of all, I'm a $40,000 a year. I mean, like, I, yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to make any judgments on salary, but like, you know, I, I mean? don't know
0: about the salary in England. Doesn't seem very high to be kind of. Not that right. anybody of any wage. Exactly. Or age should right. be, you know, being. Braggy. Descending. But I feel like it's probably the thing
1: that, you, I mean, it's the thing that you would say if you were like, like a millionaire. Like yeah, yeah. Like settle down, settle homie. Settle down, Yeah, mate. you okay. chill
0: out with your 40K a year.
1: Yeah. So they warned, um, they basically they're warned by the pilot, they're warned by the crew that if they don't settle down that they're going to get the flight diverted. And Michael, again, he says, that's okay. I don't mind going to prison. Well, guess what, mate? Oh. That's where you ended up.
0: Fabulous, that makes me feel so much better So
1: after the captain decides uh, He's like, oh, fuck this then, whatever He decides to divert the flight So these guys don't even make it to Vegas But uh,
0: That's incredible the,
1: the captain, they have to dump 10,000 gallons of fuel to land safely Had to check that up, didn't know what it meant Apparently an airline, uh, a plane takes off with a certain weight and then they also have to land with like a safety weight. Okay. So they they factor in that when they land, they'll have less weight because they've burnt all the fuel. Okay. So if they don't, they have to dump fuel.
0: Where do they put it?
1: It like evaporates into the air. Really? Yeah.
0: That's so weird. Yeah. I
1: actually did the research because I was like, I knew I was going to think, I'm going to say dumps fuel. You're going to say, what's that mean? I'm going to be like, I don't know. I'm
0: glad you told me because I was thinking they would just put it like, Leave it on the ground? Like have it rain? Right? No, no, I know. But it would just rain down. I don't know. Well,
1: I pictured when I heard they had to dump ten thousand gallons. Now fuel is four dollars twenty a gallon right now in Menlo Park, which is insane.
0: Maybe we should be under the airplane catching it. We can make bank.
1: (laughs) So I was just wondering how this would work. Like would it just rain down fuel? I think at that altitude they like either burn it off or it just evaporates in the air. But they dump ten thousand gallons, they land in Winnipeg, and once they oh, land Winnipeg. Winnipeg. <laughs> once they land, uh four the four men were arrested by the Royal Canadian Canadian Mounted Police, which I think is oh so. little on of Oh, my God, they horses. sound adorable. yeah. Well you've seen them on horses with their little hats.
0: Yeah, don't they have like really tall hats? Mm, like I don't know. kind of like a really tall cowboy hat?
1: Well they're on horses, so maybe. <laughs> okay. They get flown back to Manchester. So I think they get tried in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, Craig, and Scott plead guilty to a fray, which means disturbing the peace and being drunk on an aircraft, and they're jailed for two years.
0: <gasps> they're in jail for two years for that? I
1: think they may have had prize or something like that, but not like, I don't
0: know. Whoa, what, did the guy get to get married? God, what does um, his fiance so, think?
1: So, oh, that's what that means. Okay. Wait, so in the other guy Daniel, he pleaded guilty to section 4 public disorder and being drunk on an aircraft and section 4 is causing fear or provocation of violence and he was jailed for 1 year and 7 months. And now I realize Jesus. what that, I forgot actually that they're going for a stag. Yeah. The guy got to marry his partner before he went to jail. Oh, now that makes sense. Oh my
0: god. Okay, I don't know if I would continue through with that marriage, that wedding if my fiance had caused so much issue. What a catch. What a catch!
1: What a catch! What a
0: depressing marriage wedding. Yeah, it's like okay, honey, this is great. Now I'm going to jail tomorrow.
1: Pretty much. So the the police that talked about it. I mean, they were like the behavior was intimidating, frightening. Like for all the passengers, unfortunately, sitting next to them, they were aggressive. The they were just like had no no love for them. They were just like yep, no excuses. I it love was basically that. Disgusting. Throw
0: the book at them. Peace fun- out, homies. And
1: here's a funny thing. So the diversion cost. Oh, Christine's gonna sneeze. There we go. Oh,
0: that was a big sneeze. Sorry, guys.
1: So the diversion cost our friends Thomas Cook about
0: oh, about, this is why they're bankrupt. Yes, these three fuckheads, four, four fuckheads.
1: The diversion cost <laughs> Thomas Cook about thirty five thousand pounds, as um, as well as having to pay for new flights for the inconvenience passengers and the return flights to the UK for the four defendants. So Thomas Cook, so because the flight got diverted these guys had to be sent back to england to face the music and then all the people who like were going to vegas or going to yeah going to vegas i guess had to be put on a new flight so it cost thomas cook about 35,000 pounds and yes that was i have this note cue joke from previous episode <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah, okay. yeah so if you listened to our last episode we talked about thomas cook the huge Huge conglomerate Mega. of airlines and bookings and everything who are now out of business.
0: Yes, they are bankrupt. Uh, oh, and the judge, oh.
1: the judge told them, none of you were in a fit state to be on an aircraft, but none of you cared. The arrogance and contempt each of you displayed is breathtaking. You're a group of loud, large, drunk men with total contempt for other passengers and misogynistic aggressive aggression to the crew. So I think she really threw the book at them.
0: Oh, I love it. Oh, it was a woman?
1: I think so, yeah. Oh,
0: that makes it even better. They should have got done for sexual harassment. Pulling up the flight attendant's skirt and stuff, that's pretty whack.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, so they got... Uh, three of them got two years and one of them got a year and seven months.
0: That is so long. I cannot believe that. They- I, was, I mean, I was it isn't an aircraft. Like, that makes a huge difference. I was difference.
1: really surprised at how long they got jail for. So, like, the, the things that... Not that any of the things I did were less serious, but like what it was, what they were listed as being done for—drunk on an aircraft and like public disorder. I mean,
0: it's an aircraft, though. They yeah. don't fuck around with that. Avian laws, av- av- avian, A- avian
1: laws, bird law.
0: The, it's bird law. It's bird yeah. law.
1: We we told you, maritime law is our.
0: It, that's no, our, that's our weakness. Yeah.
1: That's our weakness. We're still looking for a maritime lawyer.
0: Yes. And now an aviation lawyer. We yeah. want to know more about this. Yeah. so there And you go. an avian lawyer. Let's throw a bird in the mix. Yeah. Why not? Why
1: not? So there you go.
0: That's crazy.
1: So yeah. So these guys had a pretty... Uh, well, they didn't have a great voyage. They didn't even make it to Vegas.
0: And all the other people who got diverted to Winnipeg. Mm, like, no offense do. to Winnipeg, but it's not Vegas, you know? Mm, that's crazy.
1: Well, I'm sure they would have jumped on a flight, got them there.
0: Yeah, but what if you have, like, you know, a show? What if you're catching Cirque du Soleil? You already have front row tickets. What do you do then? What do you do? Who's paying you back? Thomas Cook? Maybe Thomas not Cook. Not right now. Mm-hmm. They're bankrupt. So you got to think through it. You got to take it all the way it. to the end. So these guys really screwed people over. Yep. They screwed the pooch. Yeah. Wow. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Those dickheads. And people say Americans are the worst travelers. Yeah. I, we will not generalize, though, because I hate that. Wow. Wow. We.
1: Wow. We. All right. So that was our in the news. Some of them were new, some of them were not as new, but we're going to get into our main stories.
0: Yes, we are. But first, I'm going to stretch. Okay. I'm stretching. All right. Well, I just want to make sure I have my energy for my main story. I'm just doing some stretches. Okay. I just stretched. Okay. So this is my main story. So this is not a news story, this is from 2014. And it is, is from January from 2014, <gasps> Is it from a- January. Yes. I already told you what my keyword was. What was your keyword? Rolex. No, mine's not. Okay. There. Thank goodness. Okay. So, so just,
1: just in case you're listening for the first time, Christine researches a story. I research a story and we tell each other for the first time, uh, on the podcast to get our live reactions, We do cross-reference to make sure that we haven't got the same story, because otherwise it would be a a pretty interesting podcast. It would be a pretty boring podcast. And it would be short. It would be very short. But we uh, confirmed that we do have different stories. Now, my story, I've called it Saw Loser.
0: Okay. That's a good one. Mine's called Rolex. Oh, how creative. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I need to work on my story titles. So this is from January of 2014. There is a California man named Kenneth Harold. Kenneth, Kenny. Is sixty six, uh, and he's visiting Vegas. He wants to have a great time. He's having a great time. He's loving Vegas. He's living it up. He's, he's living drinking. his best life. He's living his best life in Vegas, just full living it. You know, as you much know, as he can can 66. I mean, why not? Oh, that's pretty young. Yeah, that's yeah. not that bad. And he's staying at the Win, which is very nice. Have mm-hmm. you ever been to the Win?
1: Uh, you ever heard of it? You ever heard of it? <laughs> yeah, that's where the Encore is, isn't it?
0: Um, I think they're like owned by they're own, both owned by Steve Wynn. Oh. oh the encore is so nice they have the best beds but okay.
1: yeah i was thinking at the club
0: oh oh encore i no, that's a hotel oh okay yeah XS though oh, is XS. in is in encore which XS. we went to that's what i'm thinking of that's where we saw major laser they're yep. terrible diplo just ugh. anyway back to the story circling back here so Kenny's in Vegas. He's 66. He's staying at The Wynn. He's loving it. He's at B Bar, which is the bar at The Wynn, and he meets 25 year old Christina Lafave. Lafave? Something like that. Le They're having drinks. They're getting along. They're having fun together. As any
1: 25-year-old does with a 66-year-old.
0: Exactly. So she's like, hey, I also give private massages for $300. Mm. You know, as you do. It's Vegas. They're private
1: massages. $300 per hour.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's probably what it is. So they go so up. So you
1: mean that she wasn't just interested in having a chat with him?
0: I mean, it's kind of shocking. Uh. He has a comp room. Maybe he's a bit of a gambler, mm. a bit of a high roller. So they another, go...
1: Another great coincidence as to why she's chatting to him at the bar.
0: Yeah. He's probably got some money. So they go up to his comped room. And in, in, later he says that he it's just a massage. He never intended to pay for sex. Which totally makes sense because he's 66, she's 25, totally normal, just Mm -hmm. chit chat massage, obviously, obviously, in Vegas. And they're both in the massage, they're both naked. So she's thinking giving a massage, he's naked, receiving Compl- the massage. Once again,
1: completely normal. I mean, most
0: massages, I like, get the masseuses naked. That's normal, Yeah,
1: right? I mean, I always get the masseuse naked. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. naked. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot in common. He's a grandfather, she has a grandfather. You <laughs> yeah, know.
0: exactly. So... He, they're in the massage, they're in the room, he's getting the massage. The, con- the
1: condoms were obviously just to put over her hands as protection. Yes. yes. It's massage gloves. Massage, the gloves. massage and the, gloves. And the lube was actually a massage oil.
0: Yes, exactly. Yes, It all checks out, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. So he's getting the private massage, she's giving the massage. She says, why don't you take off your Rolex so I can massage your arms? Hmm. You know, full, nice full massage.
1: What, arms. So I can give you a you gotta, hand job. I mean, like... Massage your massage hands. Massage your hands, that's sorry. That's exactly yeah, right. That's what I meant. Hand, so, I think they call it in the industry, hand job.
0: In the industry, in the yeah. massage industry. Yeah. So he puts the Rolex on the floor within his view. He's getting the massage, and a few minutes later, he notices the watch is missing. So he's like, what the hell? Like, that's my watch. Uh, and to then give she some... said to him,
1: sorry, sir, you're out of time.
0: Oh, oh. that's so bad <laughs> and so good. Yep. I actually love that pun. Anyway, to, to give you some context, the watch is a Rolex Presidential watch. I don't know anything about watches, so I looked it up. It's worth thirty-five grand. Well,
1: I feel like anytime you add the word presidential to something, it automatically becomes more expensive.
0: Right, like a presidential penthouse. Or is a that a suite. thing
1: or a suite? A presidential suite. Suite. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Thirty-five thousand dollars. Well, though,
1: I think with uh, I don't want to talk too much politics, but I think with the current president, uh, the term presidential is devaluing at the moment.
0: I. Totally agree. <laughs> I think so too. So now this watch is way down. I think it's like five bucks. Yeah. Anyway, so the Rolex presidential watch, I looked it up. It's basically like the typical gold Rolex watch that everybody, yeah. you know, if somebody opens their jacket and they got all the like the ones Rolexes. you buy on the beach in
1: Thailand for five bucks. Yeah,
0: exactly. But it's, this one's worth 35 mm. And the grand. guy's
1: still going to, uh, he's going to ship out the warranty, the original Rolex warranty from yeah. the beach in Thailand.
0: He'll ship it to you. Yeah. He's got this watch he takes it off. It's gone. So to give to give you some context, the massage she was giving was three hundred dollars. The watch is worth thirty five thousand dollars. So I did some math ahead of time because last time we couldn't figure out the ratio of crew members to guests on that cruise, yeah. we could not figure out. I'm it. It was still one not to confident three or one in saying four. what
1: it is, so I'm just going to leave
0: it at that. So mm. we can't do on air math. So I looked it up. I did some calculations, mm. and if you got a thirty five thousand dollar tip on a three hundred dollar massage that's an eleven thousand six hundred percent tip
1: hmm. i thought you were going to work out how many massages it was
0: oh that would be good i don't think that would be that hard though it'd be like ten thousand,
1: thousand. yeah no
0: yeah anyway no. we're not gonna do math no it'd no that thousand. would be a thousand a thousand oh, god why god. are we so bad at math wait a thousand no a hundred hundred? Oh, my gosh. This is so embarrassing. Can we please it's, edit this out? I'm no. actually embarrassed. It's a hundred. It's a hundred. Stop talking about math. It's carry, not relevant on, to the story. On, carry on. <laughs> so, carrying on. Security comes. The woman gets compa- combative. Combative? Combative. She tries to push her way out, but security's like, "Nah, you're not leaving this room. The police come. She's like, I don't have the watch. She says that he gave her the watch and then took it back, and that's why he's mad or something. Does that make sense? Did mm. that make sense what I just said? Basically, she turns it on him and said um, that Kenny's mad because she wouldn't give him oral sex. Oh, okay. So well, it was just tw- a massage. She's twisting things mm-hmm. up here. So they searched the room twice, but they can't find the watch anywhere. They don't know where this watch is. Do you know where the watch is? Up his butt? No. Okay. Any other guesses? Up her butt? No. Yeah, up Up her? It's up somewhere. Is it in her vagina? Yes. Whoa. So finally I she... was actually
1: taking the piss when I said up his butt, and I was actually pretty close. You should have said You're getting close. warmer.
0: Why would it be up his butt? I don't
1: know. I was just saying it as a joke.
0: Oh, well, you were, you were definitely warm. Finally, she admits that she has it and that it's inside of her vagina. Wow. Yes.
1: Now I believe that watch has gone up in value.
0: I probably has. It's definitely gone up. (laughs) So she's taken to the security room at the Wynn. I'd love to to
1: see an x-ray of that.
0: I mean, it exists. Yeah. So she's taken to the security room at the Wynn. She starts complaining that it's uncomfortable. She tries to take it out. She can't get it out.
1: Oh, so she's admitted now.
0: She's admitted it because, you know, I don't know why you would admit it. Because at that point, it's like...
1: It's not... I feel like the security at a a Las Vegas hotel don't have the authorization to digitally search.
0: Well, this... Okay, so this is part of it. So, the police have to get a search warrant for her vagina.
1: What's the address? How do you serve (laughs) it?
0: I don't know. I actually saw... Basically, I think it was a search warrant or some court document. And they basically, it is a search warrant for a body search warrant.
1: Like a cavity search.
0: Yeah. I think you need a warrant for that.
1: Isn't it funny that they call like a full cavity search, like that your butthole is called a cavity?
0: I mean, it basically is a cavity. Mm. Cav- it's a, not a
1: tooth cavity.
0: It's a cave. <laughs> it's a cave. Oh, is God. a cavity
1: come from cave? Cave and cavity? Uh,
0: that sounds really. They're correct. probably related. And they're related. Those mm-hmm. words are related. They're like cousins or something. Yeah,
1: it's like your vagina cave.
0: Your vagina cave. So mm. she uh, gets taken to the hospital. They get an x-ray and they can see the watch. So the watch is in there. They
1: Have you seen the x-ray?
0: I have not seen the x-ray. I don't think that's public record. I okay. get I think that's like personal.
1: Yeah. Whatever. I, I mean, it seems it's pretty a, personal. It's
0: pretty personal. So they take the watch out. They get it out. Uh, she is eventually charged with grand larceny and possession of stolen property. She's released on 40 grand bail.
1: Prostitution? No.
0: Well, it's kind of interesting because the whole thing is like a massage. So, And I looked it up. I was wondering if prostitution is legal in Nevada. It is. Because they have brothels. It's only legal in licensed brothels. Uh. So to take a prostitute to your room is actually illegal.
1: Huh. But I bet you there are thousands of them working. Oh,
0: obviously. That's very common. But it it's illegal. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Yeah. So it's very uh, regulated. So well, because she, they probably want to
1: tax it. That's why. Yeah.
0: You can't tax it and keep it safer keep it safer yeah right so less watches up vaginas i mean put i mean unless if it's your watch you can put your watch wherever you want i don't care where you put it so she's got this lawyer he's like kind of typical vegas lawyer he's on a billboard he's we were just there and the billboards are so funny Oh my gosh, the the lawyer billboards in Vegas are hilarious.
1: Very quick side note. I was gonna tell this story, but it was way too short, but there was one story about a lawyer who specializes in DUIs and he's up for his third DUI.
0: Oh my gosh. Well at least he's familiar with it. He knows it. There were so many funny I was looking this up. There's a billboard of this lawyer that says, Just because you did it doesn't mean you're guilty. Oh. Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Remember that billboard we saw driving through Vegas the other year where it's like it was. I think it was a divorce lawyer, and it was like, you better hire me...
0: Before your wife does? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it and then like we saw another menacing. one that was like, hire me or I'm going to hurt you or something. Do you remember that one? Yeah, it
1: was very menacing. It's like, you want me on your side and not... It was basically like, you want me with you, not against you.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh. Anyway,
1: Vegas lawyers, yeah. Anyway,
0: Vegas lawyers. I'm just going to look this up for one second because I saw some... Some very funny one on the internet. There, If you want to have a laugh, look up lawyer billboards. They're hilarious. There's one that says, Injured, don't pull your hair out. And it has a guy who has... No, he's bald. And his uh, URL is mybaldlawyer.com. Oh. So that's a fun one. That's a fun one. There's some great ones. They're very creative. They're very creative. So basically... So she
1: gets a lawyer. Dodgy Vegas lawyer.
0: She gets a lawyer... The lawyer spins it that it's unreasonable search and seizure because it's an invasive procedure. So they shouldn't have gone up her hoo-ha to get the evidence. And he says that his client is the massage lady uh, was receiving treatment at a shelter for former prostitutes he he quotes you know these prostitutes they never change they rarely change this one has changed i didn't think it would happen and the judge is like what
1: an, what an endorsement the judge is
0: like um i thought your client was a massage therapist not a prostitute so he basically gives her away as a prostitute what an endorsement right he's it just sounds like terrible but whatever anyway so they are in court the max sentence is 20 years but if she meets certain conditions, like staying away from casinos, getting a job, et cetera, then she can get it down to just parole. And this that's was a big difference. That's a huge difference, right? Um, but they always say like max sentence is always yeah, yeah, super yeah. high. They ba- they basically said that the watch was a gift, and they took it back, which just reminds me of Wedding Crashers when he's this watch was a gift. Todd, Todd gives them the painting. And he says that this painting was a gift and i'm taking it with me yeah so she was really taking. she's it like with it. this watch was a gift and i'm taking it with me wow. so i actually could not find an update on this story sadly but if anybody has any update on this massage therapist yeah please let us know if you've
1: fallen victim to a massage therapist taking a watch and putting it up her vagina contact me
0: yeah contact us and let us know what tick what's Time's up what's happening so that is my story
1: wow so uh just a little warning if you are going to vegas and you're looking at getting massage just a massage obviously make sure that you keep all of your personal belongings within sight
0: or just lock them in the hotel safe it's yes. really not that
1: hard yeah if you are getting massage, massage if you're getting
0: a massage just a massage just a naked yeah. naked massage yeah it happens you know. okay
1: well that was a good story thank you i'll get into mine Let's do it Straight into it We don't muck around here Not so Bon Voyage There's We don't like muck present. around
0: We don't
1: muck around. around Okay, my one is called Sore Loser
0: I feel <laughs> like sore is going to be A double entendre is Um, it? No, it's oh. mostly just loser Okay um, Mine could have been called Sore Loser Sore massage Yeah, loser yeah watch.
1: maybe. Yeah, he's a loser Oh, mm. loser He lost his watch Yeah Okay, mm. my story time uh, oh, it's sorry. Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> My story time. It's Super Bowl weekend of 2014. Mark Johnston, 52, Ventura, California.
0: <gasps> Ventura. Ventura. Shout out to Kirsten and Tara.
1: Yeah. Uh, 52 from Ventura, California, decides to t- take himself on a quiet trip to Vegas.
0: As you do. Yeah,
1: I've got quiet in parentheses. No.
0: Pra- quotation uh, quotation marks.
1: marks. I always get those Jules mixed up. Jules is
0: an English teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Uh, he's a frequent gambler. He's known around Vegas. Always been a cash player. Never been issued more than 25k in credit. He's been gambling.
0: (gasps) That Uh, was Jules.
1: That was me this time. Jules did that. Uh, I knocked the water bottle over. Uh, He's been gambling for 10 plus years at Vegas. Never drawn on credit. Had issues like that. Just a guy who likes to have a good time. Along with a lady friend, they bought a flight from Burbank, California to Las Vegas. Where Mark is already starting to get into the Vegas spirit. He's had a couple of drinks. You know, he's getting into it. They land in Vegas and they head to the downtown Grand Casino for dinner. Well, it's like the Grand Casino and Hotel. They've got a restaurant there. He keeps drinking. Um, He's notably drunk by those who dine with him. Now, at Mark, at this stage, in his defense, this is where he says that his night starts to become very hazy and he doesn't remember anything after dinner, doesn't even remember leaving the restaurant. But what happens next is a marathon, 17 hours of uninterrupted gambling, drinking until the evening of the following day, where Mark takes out and loses $500,000. Oh,
0: that hurts my heart.
1: Half a million dollars. Oh, that's so okay? much
0: money. Couldn't he have just given us like 10000 before he did that?
1: So he lost all his money at a Chinese domino game called Pai Gao. Never heard of it.
0: Oh, I heard I heard that when I was researching Vegas. Uh, okay. Apparently, it's very fun.
1: Oh, and at a private blackjack table. So this is where the story gets hilarious. Mark Johnston is, well, he was suing the downtown Grand Las Vegas Hotel and Casino for allowing him to get so drunk and continuing to serve him drinks, even though they knew he was wasted. Huh. He claims he was blackout drunk and doesn't remember a thing and that it's the casino's fault.
0: That, oh my God, that's ridiculous. So this
1: guy, he's gone on a trip he starts drinking on the plane, starts drinking at the restaurant, gets blind, goes and basically almost gambles and drinks for a day straight.
0: Wow. And then loses
1: 500K in different installments throughout the day. I think it was he took out uh, two lines of 100K each within 21 minutes at like 2 or something in the morning. Um, and then he, I think I've got, it, I've got it written down here. At 2 a.m. he takes out 100K. 20 minutes later, he takes out another 100K. He takes out 50K by 11am and then two hours later takes out 250K. Loses it all. Can you
0: imagine how terrible you would feel when you woke up from that?
1: So he says that he's not a sore loser. Uh, He says that this is, and I quote, I've lost half a million. I've lost 800,000. I've lost a lot of money. This has nothing to do with that. Obviously I can afford what I lost.
0: Oh, sure. Okay. This is
1: about you almost killing me. What if I'd gone up to bed at, that night, and with all those drinks in me, and I threw up on myself, and I choked and died.
0: Oh God! Okay. Personal responsibility, dude.
1: Of course. Now there is so that was the play between like how much of it was his responsibility, how much is bullshit, and actually did he know, mm-hmm. uh, and how much is responsible? Because there are there are Nevada like gaming regulations and codes as to serving an intoxicated person, right? Obviously, with any sort of place. So he. He thinks he had about 10 drinks before hitting the casino and as many as 20 while gambling over 30 hours. Oh, sorry, 17 hours.
0: Okay, that's not that many. Well,
1: that's what I thought. Like, I I was like, it it depends what the drink was. Is it a double scotch? Is it. True. Because I feel like I've had some sessions where I've drank 30 beers. Right. Over 17 hours.
0: 17 hours. That's a long time. Well,
1: it's also the drinks he had before. So he's probably got—he's probably on like a twenty-four-hour bender mm-hmm. to thirty drinks. That's just over a drink an hour. That's—you would I mean, definitely be
0: wasted, but yeah, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't be, be dead. I don't think you
1: would be blackout, would you?
0: Yeah, you probably would be.
1: Oh man, I feel like I knock back thirty beers in just an afternoon sometimes. Well,
0: you're Australian.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, so he claims some responsibility, but he says the casino is ultimately at more responsible. Oh, okay yeah so the Nevada the Nevada Game Control Board investigates the casino based off the rules and regulations that prohibit casinos from permitting persons who are visibly intoxicated to participate in gaming activities and from providing complimentary service of intoxicating beverages in the casino area to persons who are visibly intoxicated. So they're like the two official regulations that uh, they the, the gaming board are investigating the hotel for basically to say, did you serve this person too much? Were you giving them... Because you know you drink for free when you're playing. Right. Like, should they have kept bringing him drinks or not?
0: Right. But also, like, you, I, I'm guessing that they don't let people who are, like, really drunk even be at the tables because they wouldn't even be able to handle the dominoes and all that.
1: Yeah, well, that that was like... He said that he was... Well, it's weird because he says he was basically blackout. He doesn't remember leaving the ho- uh, the restaurant. Mm. But then there's other parts where he says, you know he was dropping chips he was doing this and i was like well how do you remember that then right so something doesn't matter
0: mm, so
1: he says that uh, it's a big you know it's a big deal he's claiming that the money isn't a big deal but that the casino's at fault
0: so arrogant oh my god and that
1: he says he's not a bad loser okay so at okay. this stage the casino isn't saying much Uh, He also claims it's you know it's like kind of like an old fashioned racket. He says it's no different than somebody pickpocketing your wallet while you're walking down the strip drunk. What casinos are doing, so he starts. That's a terrible comparison. Yeah, so he starts making all those things. He says that the he also says that the casino. So this is a weird thing. He said the casino reneged on a twenty percent discount on repaying, which would have taken it from five hundred thousand down to four hundred thousand. Apparently, that's a thing. Like they give you like a discount. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know too much about it, um, and they also give you like a payment date. So I guess it's kind of like a line of credit, just like a credit card. So they say like, all right, if you can give us four hundred thousand, we'll knock off hundred k, and you've got like x amount of days to pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how it works. So after losing five hundred k, he actually tried to go to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, but someone had already called ahead and told him about the debt, like told them about the debt that he had.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So he couldn't go there.
0: So they call the other casinos?
1: I guess they speak to each other. That's like A little network.
0: network. They're like chatting and gossiping.
1: So he gets a lawyer and he seeks to nullify the gambling losses and he also seeks compensation for punitive damage.
0: So, wow, compensation? Like he doesn't want to just have his debts cleared. He actually just wants them. Oh, he's going up. everything. That's ridiculous. So he's
1: like, I'm not paying the 500K. And I should actually have compensation because, why? You know, because
0: of his hangover. <laughs> I
1: don't know <laughs> because of the damage that they did to him and their irresponsible stuff. That's crazy. So what happens next? Uh, it's it was very hard to find information on this. Okay. I I'd found so this is in February 2014, so like Super Bowl time, January February. A year later, there's an article that says that he he's got he's still got the case open. He's asking for a million dollars. Plus attorney, a
0: million dollars? Plus
1: attorney fees. So oh all his my, lawyer fees. Who
0: is this guy?
1: Well, he, he was reported to be... It, it says he used to own a dealership, but it always says owned, like did own, uh-huh. like a Los Angeles Mercedes dealership. One of the photos was him standing next to some like car that he put in, like some $250,000 car. Like I think he thought he was some kind of big roll, high roller.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so this is where Good the story tool. gets interesting. So a year later, he says he's asking for like a million dollars. Meanwhile, Mark Johnston, fifty-two, well he's probably fifty-three now, from Ventura, he's slapped with criminal charges for taking loans from the casino from the casino and not being able to pay him back. Uh, criminal charges. Criminal charges. Wow. So the casino had since made a statement since that time. They denied all charges against him. They said Johnson was careless and reckless. They also said that the next day that he acknowledged the debt. The following day like Mm -hmm. he was coherent enough to acknowledge it and he actually asked for more credit so that's very contrasting okay Um, then in early june 2015 so this is 18 months after the incident a clark county grand jury so i think that's the county of um vegas Mm -hmm. they indicted him and they issued him a warrant for his arrest because he and he also didn't rock up to the court hearings he was indicted on felony charges of theft and passing bad checks Wow. so he was he wrote a check to the casino as part of his debt or for something and it bounced Wow he had no money Wow so he wasn't he was writing checks asking cash
0: oh yeah
1: so what happened next as of July so basically I couldn't find any information on this guy after that as of July 2015 even his lawyer had no idea where he was his lawyer withdrew the civil case uh, bounced on him, Left Johnson to defend himself, but how funny is this? Court records released of his finances for February two thousand and fourteen. So I guess they were able to obtain his financial records at the time of the incident. Okay. So remember, he says, "I'm not a sore loser. I've got the money. I've right. lost eight hundred thousand in the past before. I've got all this money. Blah 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 yeah. blah blah." He had less than six k to his name <sighs> at the time.
0: Oh my god! Um, so he is like that's like not so much money at all. Yeah.
1: Wow. So by this at this stage the gaming control board they like finished up their investigation. They said uh, they probably looked at security cameras. They looked at everything like that. Well,
0: I was going to say there are security cameras that could show like if he was like super wasted. Yeah. Or Oh, my God. Siri is joining our conversation. I said
1: security cam- cameras. And
0: Jules. think, <laughs> and Jules's S- Siri is talking to us. She,
1: she actually said, that's what I said.
0: She wants to be on the podcast, yeah, I think. Yeah, get out
1: of it, Siri. Yeah, so I'm sure that they looked at the security cameras. They looked at all that sort of stuff. And they basically said that the hotel was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing was there. So like the casino, no wrongdoing. And they dropped that case. So the civil case basically fell through. And this guy, I literally scoured the internet for like, well, I was going to say hours. It was about 45 minutes. And I, I even looked up- In ne-
0: internet time, that's hours. That's hours. Yeah. I yeah. looked at
1: Nevada state court records. I did every kind of Googling of his name. Oh, couldn't such find a detective. A thing. Yeah. So I couldn't find a thing. So he, I'm, I'm assuming, well, I'm assuming he didn't pay it because he hasn't got the money.
0: Yeah. He probably went to Mexico or something. Bounced.
1: He bounced like he his He bounced. Yeah. Oh, but sh-
0: you're killing it with the puns yeah, today. I know. So Love that's it. Mark
1: Johnston. So <sighs> I bet you, man, I bet you there's so many stories.
0: I feel like uh, I went to high school with the Mark Johnston.
1: Was he 52?
0: Yes, at the time? <laughs> he was 52 at the time. He's still 52. He's still 52. He's perenni- perennially 52.
1: What a terrible experience. Yeah. I mean, this is what the podcast is about. It's about all the bad experiences. What
0: a tool. Oh what my God. That seem- so he was basically just trying to make money.
1: Yeah, so he probably just thought – he was probably down on his luck and thought, I've, you know – I mean, it sounds, like he, it sounds like he was a gambler mm-hmm. and he like he was sort of well-known. Mm-hmm. So maybe he had gambled in the past, but maybe he was very much creating the illusion of having money, thought to himself, this is my last roll of the dice, literally, and thought <laughs> – I'm killing it – and just thought, I'm going to go in and went hard and obviously lost very hard. 500000 done.
0: Oh, that's so much money. That's crazy. Wow.
1: I'm sure a lot of people, that happens to a lot of people, but maybe not that much. That's a lot. Yeah. But actually one, one interesting thing was somebody said, well, what happens if he'd won 500,000? Like,
0: oh,
1: yeah, good question. I bet he
0: wouldn't be complaining that.
1: Or would the casino be other, I don't know, do the reverse.
0: I don't think so. I don't think you can take that no, you from somebody. But remember that story of the woman who won, I think on a slot machine, she won a ton of money. And she had to like tell the person her social security and the guy wrote it down wrong. And she didn't get the payout because of that. No. Yeah, that happened pretty recently. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I, can't, I don't know. I'd love to follow up on that, but it was really heartbreaking. That would be heartbreaking. I'd be so pissed. Yeah. But easy come, easy go, man. Yeah. When I didn't gamble in. one penny when I was there. I should have done it. We're not gamblers. Slot. We're not gamblers. I like my money where I can drink it in my cup. Yeah. And that's just how it is.
1: Yeah. But Vegas, baby.
0: Vegas, baby.
1: Man, uh, there's, there's probably a million more stories. Like, I actually came across a lot of stories, but didn't, like, couldn't substantiate them with a lot of news. There was a lot of cool, um, like, tidbits that people have written on Reddit. I found totally. a lot of threads about what's your craziest Vegas story and they were yeah. fuck man they were insane some of them but we didn't like i don't have the facts or the news behind it to really back it up and we want to give you guys this, this co- is the hard hitting news, is the
0: hard-hitting news. That this is a hard hitting news you need in your life yeah
1: so you know some of them were crazy about like just people getting themselves in funny situations a lot of them to do with uh ladies of the night and their ex people's experience with that mm. gambling losses Crazy drunken sort of escapades where people woke up in a certain area and or don't remember doing something very hangover esque.
0: Yeah, I read a lot of those forums from people who work at the hotels who were telling the worst things they've seen. Oh, I read that as well. Oh my God. Some girl like who was so wasted, she was in a wheelchair, unconscious with like a barf bag around her, no shoes on or something.
1: I read about people who were wheelchaired back up to their room. Oof. Yeah, some guy had his room key written all over his arm or like his room written all over his arm so in case he got lost
0: oh my god and
1: uh he his wife in the early morning like she basically didn't come home he's there with his wife she gets a knock on the door and she opens the door and security or the hotel staff have just basically wheeled this guy in in a wheelchair completely like obliterated
0: oh my god oh, i read some about um people who somebody who worked at the hiv clinic or something in vegas and tourists who would call up after having hookups and needing to they were going to go home to their spouse and saying oh, like geez. how do i find out if i've contracted hiv and you there takes you, months. You, it takes months for that to show up on the test so i don't know some sketchy shit goes down
1: oh yeah Ooh, sin city yeah. baby
0: oh sin city
1: yeah well, that was a good, that was our first theme episode. It only took yeah. us episode four to do a theme.
0: We're definitely going to do more themes. We are. I love a good theme. Yeah.
1: We, we've, we've talked about doing like either a boat theme or a train theme or mm-hmm. maybe a country specific theme. There's we're a lot of themes. We're definitely going to do, do
0: uh, Halloween.
1: Yes, that's coming up.
0: And Mexico theme
1: because we're gonna be in mexico we're gonna be in
0: mexico for our wedding you we could
1: do like a uh, destination wedding theme
0: Ooh, that would be so all good ho- i'm sure there's
1: a lot of horror stories
0: oh my god i want to do that after our wedding because if i do it before our wedding i'm going to have heart palpitations yes and i don't need that extra anxiety okay yes there we go if you have any theme ideas please write to us check out our instagram uh and our facebook and our twitter yeah are we on all of those things we are now we are at Not So Bon Voyage.
1: We actually got the website up and running now as well. It's
0: www. www.
1: It's, uh We've kept this very easy. It's notsobonvoyage.com. On brand. On brand. Uh, and yes, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Not So Bon Voyage. And join in the conversation with hashtag not so bon voyage. We want your stories. We've actually had a couple come in, which has been great. Yeah. Um, we've had a couple of people. You sort of, guys have some
0: crazy ass stories. Yeah.
1: We've had a couple of people send us tidbits or a little like, or even just news stories, which is fantastic. And I think we're going to, we've got something in the works about how we're going to tell all the reader or the, sorry, not the reader, the listener, the yeah. listener stories in the coming weeks. So mm. if you want to have your story broadcast across the podcast webs, Mm-hmm. Make sure you get it in. You can use the submission form on our website or mm-hmm. you can Instagram us. Yeah, I mean, you know how to find us. It's 2019.
0: Yeah, it's 2019. You know, you know what to do. You know what to do.
1: All right, Voyagers, thanks for joining another journey.
0: Don't forget to subscribe, rate, oh, and review. How could
1: I forget that? How
0: could you forget? Subscribe, please.
1: Subscribe, rate, review, whatever you listen to. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Googs, The Stitcher, spots. The Spots, You know, they all count. We love you. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Be safe on the road, guys. And if you're not safe,
0: be sure to tell us about it.
1: All right. Peace out.
0: Bye, bitches.